Hello! Today is Thursday, June 15th, and this is episode 18 of the Dennis Knows Food Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Labrie, and in this week's episode, we've got new products for the week, New England produce news, veggie perceptions, there's coffee in the cocktails, and more. Last week, we added a foodie fact segment to the podcast, and we're going to keep that going this week with inspiration coming from National Strawberry Shortcake Day, which was yesterday, June 14th. The 2012 Pasadena Strawberry Festival had the world's largest strawberry shortcake. How many pounds of strawberries went into making that shortcake? 2,800 pounds? 3,200 pounds, or 4,600 pounds of strawberries? The answer at the end of the podcast. Our new products for the week were just added to our inventory. To see those, go to www.dennisexpress.com and scroll down until you see the new products button. Click that and you'll be able to see our new products for the week along with the item number, description, pack size, and brand. This week, we've added 12 new items to our inventory. In for the season, we have two New England seafood favorites, fresh cooked lobster meat from Shucks, Maine, and fresh scallops from Cap Morrill Seafood. We've added new products from Jaffco, cooked bacon bits and unbreaded cooked chicken wings. From Maine Man Flavors comes a unique twist on Down East Heat. Blueberry Habanero Hot Sauce. We've also added a Golden Velvet Yellow Cheese Sauce from Lando Lakes, which comes in a convenient boil-and-bag pouch. From Payne Doro, we've added a New England-style sliced hot dog roll. And new from Bacon Joy are three varieties of their popular sour cream coffee cake. Now, these cakes come complete with plain, craft windowed boxes and perforated labels, a perfect opportunity for your own private label coffee cakes. In non-foods, we've added a 21-ounce clear plastic two-compartment tamper-evident package from Inline. And from Royal, we've added a five-pack, 200-count option of their C2 hybrid synthetic gloves in size medium. These gloves are also available in large and extra-large sizes in packs of five 200-count or one 200-count. There are several New England items in our new product list for the week, one of which I've been using all week long on different types of foods. That's the Man Main Flavors Blueberry Habanero Hot Sauce. Jesse Landry, one of our account executives, hooked me up with a sample, and I've pretty much been trying it on everything. Earlier in the week, I made a breakfast sandwich. It was a fried egg, ham, and cheese on a toasted pretzel bun, Before I put the top bun on, I put a little bit of the blueberry habanero hot sauce on there and gave it a real nice sweet heat, complemented the ham and everything really nicely. Great flavor. But I really liked it when I made turkey burgers last night and used it to elevate my ketchup. Maybe I've been watching too many cooking shows and using the word elevate here, but it really added another dimension of flavor and just the right amount of heat. 
I'm looking forward to seeing the different ways that our customers use this uniquely New England hot sauce. Our photo for this week's new products features a Lando Lakes golden velvet cheese sauce with chicken and waffles and just a dash of hot sauce on top. Now in my head, I'm swapping out that generic pepper sauce for some main man flavors blueberry habanero hot sauce. I can just imagine how well that sweet heat would complement that whole dish. While we're still talking new products, I wanted to report back on the Stouffer's White Cheddar Mac and Cheese. I had an opportunity to try that last week, and yes, it was very good. But the beauty of this product lies in the ability to modify it, elevate it, to use that word again. It lends itself very well to incorporating base flavors into the sauce. You could easily incorporate the Major Elite brand of lobster base along with some lobster meat chunks into this macaroni for delicious lobster mac and cheese. But it's not just lobster mac and cheese. It's lobster and cavatappi pasta in a creamy white cheddar cheese sauce. The unique combinations that you could create are really only limited by your imagination and the ingredients you have at your disposal. Talk to your account executive for ideas and suggestions on how to plus one Stouffer's new white cheddar mac and cheese. In New England produce news, Mastronardi Produce has acquired Backyard Farms. Mastronardi, that sounds like a heavy metal rock group. Hold your lighters up for Mastronardi! No, but seriously, I remember when Backyard Farms first started their operations up, there was a lot of buzz about a local main company building something this big and this unique. Mastronardi Produce, based out of Kingsville, Ontario, is a grower and distributor of specialty and commodity greenhouse produce. They acquired Backyard Farms' Madison, Maine-based greenhouse tomato operation on June 9th. Together, Mastronardi and Backyard Farms will supply flavorful, world-class, non-GMO verified tomatoes, peppers, and cucumbers to top food retailers in North America. The combined company will be better positioned to serve the Northeast region and meet the demand for locally grown produce. Mastronardi Produce distributes under the Sunset brand. The Backyard Farms brand name will be retained and continue to represent high quality locally grown produce and its greenhouse operations in Maine will continue uninterrupted. In other New England produce news, rain is slowing ripening, but farmers are optimistic that crops will be bountiful and sweet. Farmer Joe Wachowski sells strawberries, peaches, and other fruits. He said that the amount of rain and cool weather may have slowed things a little bit, but from where he's sitting, the amount and quality of produce expected this spring is looking biblical. Other farmers have weighed in and said that while their crops are also a little bit behind, the overall harvest is looking fantastic. And that's a pretty good indicator for the overall New England produce market, with farmers expecting strong crops. Keeping with the produce theme, I was reading an article the other day, and the headline was, 
beans or sizzling beans. Words get people eating healthier. Taking this article one step further and applying it to the food service industry, I think that the wording and the descriptive choices we make for our dishes can have a big impact on guest satisfaction and the overall perception of your establishment. In this instance, we're describing and talking about produce, but it could apply to really anything on your menu. The article goes on to say how sometimes people consider healthy foods to not be tasty or satisfying, and that when the labeling for those vegetables changed from healthy terms to those with more indulgent taste descriptions, people were more likely to choose them. Or, applying our food service filter to this, when is a carrot not just a carrot? When it's a twisted citrus glazed carrot. That change has the ability to elevate guest satisfaction in their dish. I've got Chris Webster on the phone with me, one of our account executives and a true foodie. Chris, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how vegetables and the preparation they receive and the descriptions they receive can have an impact on guest satisfaction. That's excellent. Um, thanks for thinking of me. Some thoughts that I've had, and, and, and it's a great article. I, I like what you're talking about. Um, the benefits of both the operator and the customer are when you dress up your vegetable, whatever it is that you're, you want to do to dress up the, the vegetable, you, you get a chance to upsell. The operator can raise their, um, their per head average. The customer will benefit the will, will reap the benefits of um, enjoying the nutrient. A lot of times, if uh, if you don't dress it up and you just get your basic your side of veggie, um, a lot of times the customer won't maybe not you know ask not to get the vegetable or or uh, not eat it. So that's a good point. The just not eating it. But if you have the opportunity to menu something with a specific name, you're now taking it and putting your your signature on it, and that has the potential to increase, in my opinion, increase the satisfaction of the customer and also elevate the establishment's overall perception. Yeah, well said. Well said, definitely. Definitely. The more pizzazz you add to uh, to any meal, I think, is going to leave a good impression with the customer when they leave. The operator, the server, everyone wins. It's, it's a win-win. I'm going to put you on the spot now. What would you suggest as a, a couple sauces that we carry that a customer might want to experiment with in elevating their vegetables? Um, I like, um, if you were to do a, a mixed vegetable, um, Ken's, the name brand Ken's, has some excellent selection of sauces um, and dressings that, that you can use. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is the, uh, um, you could do a little, a little dab of boom boom sauce, um, which would go really well with a, uh, a mixed vegetable. If you were going with the carrot, um, a sriracha glaze would be perfect if you were if you were trying to dress up a carrot. So you can do sriracha glaze, carrots, um, a, uh, a gar, you could do a garlic parm, uh, garlic parmesan sauce, um, mixed medley vegetable. Um, yeah, there's, uh, there's quite a few that, that Ken's offered that I would highly recommend. Knowing, as food service professionals, we look very closely at what it's costing us to produce these meals so we can you know, gauge our margins and effectiveness there. 
adding those sauces isn't going to add a whole lot to that plate cost, is it? Not at all, no. And Very so, little. And so the cost there versus the cost of guest satisfaction and the perceptions of your establishment, I mean, that's tipping the scales. Absolutely. Awesome. Chris, well, thank you for joining us today. I appreciate your thoughts, and we'll let you get back to work. Excellent. Have a great day. You too. Thanks, Chris. In episode 12 of our podcast, Travis Estes joined me and we talked about Nescafe's new cold brew coffee concentrate and how it's a great product for businesses that want to bring cold brew coffee into their establishment. Well now, a recent article from Restaurant Business is saying that cold brew coffee can help wake up cocktail sales. The caffeinated cocktail scene has expanded beyond Irish coffee and energy drinks mixed with vodka. Cold brew coffee has consumers' attention right now. This is based upon research done by Technomic, an industry marketing and research firm. Bringing cold brew coffee into the mix at the bar can pique consumer interest in cocktail offerings. The trendiness of cold brew coffee and the unique flavor profile it provides attract a lot of interest. Operators hot on the cold brew trail have the opportunity to drive alcohol sales throughout the day. Cold brew coffee is not only a great addition to businesses that offer hot coffee, it's also a great option for businesses that have a liquor license and a bar and want to increase their unique opportunities for alcohol sales. It's a quick read and it has some nice photos. I'll post a link to the article in the accompanying blog for this podcast so you can check it out for yourself. Now the answer to our weekly foodie fun fact. The Pasadena Strawberry Festival featured the world's largest strawberry shortcake. How many pounds of strawberries were used in making that? 2,800 pounds, 3,200 pounds, or 4,600 pounds. The world's largest strawberry shortcake was made using 3,240 pounds of strawberries, along with 280 pounds of whipped cream. Well, that's going to do it for us and this episode of Dennis Knows Food. I'd like to thank Chris Webster for joining us today. As always, I'm your host, Luke Libri, and we're putting the foodie back in food service. For more news, product information, and updates, be sure to follow us on your favorite social media platform and on our website at www.dennisexpress.com.